Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here, Fightful.com Podcast. It is August 8th. I am the managing editor of Fightful.com. We're here to talk SmackDown Live. It's a pretty quiet week in wrestling and MMA. No MMA events, really, until major MMA events, until kind of the Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather fight. And, of course, this is the week before NXT TakeOver and uh, SummerSlam. So we will have shows both days for for that, of course. This Friday, I will be joined by David Bixenspan for our members-only podcast, where we'll talk about our What Culture Fiasco from 2014, talk his coverage of the Hogan-Gawker trial, which was really un, unrivaled, and then uh, the Scenic City Invitational. I am joined by one Jeffrey Hawkins, who seems like he has had his post-coital cigarette after the Arn Anderson cameo already. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was not sure where you were going with that. <laughs> where is he going? Oh, okay, there we go, yeah. Yes, uh, California is still here, so I am still here, yes. Yes, uh, and Anna Bauert, who we will have some more information about uh, most ridiculous and how you all can contribute to that cause pretty soon. Anna, sup down under. Hi. Well, uh, not as much as the Jeff, apparently. I thought I'd missed some earlier conversation before I entered the chat. So, that, okay. Cool. I got laid and I didn't even know it. That's the funny thing. <laughs> <laughs> You had to get explicit with it, didn't you? You couldn't just you said like it's the subtle. I, yeah, but it was classy the way that I said it. It was classy. Can I just announce? I'm wearing a button-up and... shirt. You yeah, are. That's, that's... Are you? Before like, we went live with the stream. Before we went live with the stream, everyone who's watching, Sean played us his new app of farting and vomiting noises. So I think that sets the tone. That of That is not true at all. <laughs> I wouldn't. We're devolving into a morning zoo already. This is just. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's Sean Ross Sapp and the morning crew here on WRH. 
Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's where we all laugh at our own jokes and shit. That's the part of the morning show. Yep. Oh, man. Well, opening segment, John Cena came out and he said John Cena stuff. He's interrupted by Baron Corbin, who says Baron Corbin stuff. And then John Cena gets a very hot Toronto crowd to chant dumpster fire. Anna, is that going to stick? I hope so. Um, I don't think he's too happy about it. I'd rather that stick than John Cena's fat skinny reference. Is it really, dude? Okay. Um yeah, I, 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 don't know though, if I'm, I don't know if I'm shaming a guy who played in the NFL and then lost like 80 pounds yeah. to become a WWE wrestler. I don't. Yeah, a bit uncalled for. I do like um, I do like Baron Corbin's new theme. It's very like monk gone bad, and like I can just picture now this whole gimmick. He comes down in a robe and like starts to bless people, and it's like psych, and then he just like, beats them up. I went somewhere else during this segment, apparently. <laughs> Jeff, CFOs has been busy lately, it would seem. <laughs> yes, they're adding words to songs they've already written. Um, Anna did I, that in like a few minutes last night. She added the Screaming Goat okay. for them. Oh, that's I'm very proud of it. Um, <laughs> I, again, this John Cena is not the John Cena I want. Um, I understand that they wanted to fire up the Toronto crowd with this. Shabby-doo-doo, I'm John Cena. I'm coming out here to fire you all up and talk like this. But um, I would have liked that Nakamura match to have meant more to him and that loss to have meant more to him. And now he's angry and wants a fight. That's the John Cena I wanted here. And I, I just, you know what? I It's a sparkle crotch. That's what dumpster fire was to me. I, I really just, I, I had no use for it. I, I don't like the skinny fat reference either because of the correlation with CM Punk. So, I mean, I, I just, I understand that the point of this segment just wasn't for me. This ended in a very, very over Daniel Bryan booking them against each other at SummerSlam. Baron Corbin has seemed like every bad heel stereotype. Like, like he was created in a lab and just is a, I don't want to say a puppet. That's kind of derogatory, but he does the whole thing where he walks halfway to the ring. And then he's like, no, 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 I'm not doing that. Okay. We get it. Yeah. This was someone told Baron Corbin to be entertaining. Well, who it was, but, the, but they, but they said that to be dismissive and entertaining instead of badass. And I was just like, okay, maybe that's a bit of the disconnect as well for me. But that's the thing. We've seen him. We've seen him on Talking Smack. We've seen him on Up, Up, Down, Down. He's naturally entertaining while he's doing his own thing. But it's mm-hmm. like the creatives see that and they try and bottle it without actually understanding the essence of what he's doing. It's, it's a weird time. Good Is time. there anything like that stands out that Corbin can do to like maybe capture your interest, Anna? Just not try so hard. And it's more... Uh, it's more the creative just letting him go ahead and like cutting back on the bullet points, cutting back on the writing of him and I don't know, maybe just letting him have more input as well. The Usos defeated Ty Dillinger and Sami Zayn. Jeff, am I alone in, in like thinking that I would like a Dillinger and Zayn tag team? No. 
I, I know <laughs> if they were going to be a normal tag team, I, I wouldn't want to debut them this way necessarily. But uh, sure, you know, I, I thought this was a, you know, I, I think they, I think they mesh well together. They have, they have similar chemistries that kind of uh, complement one another. Likable naturally yeah. too. That too, yeah. So uh, they both get great reactions in Canada, of course. They'll be getting the heat for the Usos tonight. Not a lot of action before the commercial or during the commercial, but as soon as it came back, it got pretty wild. Uh, we had Sami Zayn flying over the top rope onto both Usos, then a sky high from Dillinger. I love that he's using that move. Then there was like a jumping stomp to the back of Sammy, or it was Ty Dillinger's knee, which set up the Tequila Sunrise. I thought that was great. That was an awesome setup. Uh, New Day attack Usos from behind. Anna, what did you think of this? This unfortunately abbreviated match and the New Day tactics afterwards because as baby faces, we don't traditionally see this of them. Well, as we have established, I am Team Canada, specifically Sami Zayn and Ty Dillinger, so I would be really happy. At the same time, I don't want to take away – I mean, they haven't been given – giving um, Ty Dillinger many single spots for a while anyway. I put it on Twitter. He's like the awesome cousin that lives overseas and then comes back to family events and brings like all these gifts and awesome stories. And you love it when he's there, but he's just not there enough. Yeah. Um, But Sammy still does get single spots. He doesn't win a lot of them, but it's still, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd be willing to give that up for a tag, but if that meant that I actually have a spot on the roster, I'd be all for that. Um, with the New Day coming out, I do like that they've changed up their style. But it's like the end of Cabin in the Woods. Never underestimate a unicorn. That's that's it. They can get savage. And only a few people understand that. But see that movie. It's good. Jeff, your thoughts on Usos defeating Ty Dillinger, Sami Zayn. Maybe the future of Ty Dillinger and Sami Zayn and the, the whole situation in the match. Oh, I, I think their level is quite easy. They're they're still going to be feuding with Mike Kanellis and uh, – I even forgot. Oh, Aiden English. Oh. Still. They're, 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 th- that's, that's, do they get thrown that's on the pre-show continue. in a tag match? I, I don't even – they may not even make any of the show uh, this year. Because although they have a two-hour pre-show, there's there's a chance. I I just don't know. I is mean, there's always a two-hour pre-show. Is it? Oh my god! I think god. so. Yeah, it's a it's a six-hour show in two weeks. Get ready. Jesus um, Christ! I am kind of relieved that the new day did not hit the chair shot. I I, I really am. I, I look. There's nothing wrong with me with a baby face coming out to kick some butt. I, I have no problem with that whatsoever. It's just kind of the way that. WWE does it when 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 they do that. It's kind of like uh, Larry on Robbie. It, it would be oh Bailey asking for a kendo stick, and then, you know it 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 just doesn't fit the character necessarily. And I kind of like that they missed with the chair shot. I understand the anger and stuff, but uh, part of me was like they're going to ruin any kind of goodwill they have here, especially in Toronto, which was cheering for heels all night, except for the, Canadian. Well, they, they did get New Day Rock's chance. The more they did stuff, I was like, oh, they're doing this. They're doing this. Okay. Oh, they're doing so this. They're, they're painted into a corner then, though, because that was the the backlash that Bailey got with the whole, like, she didn't actually want to pick up a chair, uh, pick up the kendo stick. She didn't actually want to hurt anyone. But it's like, well, this is what the match is. And the Usos have kind of set the bar here, the Usos Penitentiary. 
So they're going to get shit either way for stepping up or going back. Yeah. Up next, Charlotte defeated Lana. Uh, Jeff, break this down for us. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lana got in there and tried, and Charlotte wrestled. That, that's Lana's gimmick. I tweeted, it's God loves a trier. Mm-hmm. Now, Anna, I'll ask you this. Has Sienna, has Sienna had her ass out before tonight? Because if so, Charlotte's getting an angry tweet about it. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if she did anyway. Look, I don't know much about all that, um, but I don't know. Like, It's obvious the one person she is taking inspiration from, it's her dad. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Um, like, yeah, you can say that people are ripping off whatever and yeah, there might be some element of it if there, but it doesn't matter at the end of the day. It's like there is no original idea anymore. Everything is taken from something else. No point making like, unless it's a direct rip off, like say a Photoshop you made ends up at the festival of friendship or something like it's a different story. Yeah, in the stand-up world, they say if someone does a joke better than you, it's theirs. Um, (laughs) Also, quite frankly, if you do the same thing on a bigger stage and get more renowned on it, if you were the one stolen from, you're going to have to come up with some new stuff. That's just the nature of the beast. And and look, whether – I mean, if she did it on purpose, I think it's dirty pool. Don't get me wrong. I think it's it's bad mojo to do that. Um, But – if she did it, uh, it's no longer Sienna's. So, I would be surprised if Charlotte had watched anything involving that company since splitting with Bram. I, I agree, but I also think that maybe somebody else watched and said, maybe you should do this and try this, and ga- ga- maybe either subconsciously or consciously had seen it. Well, the I know that the Becky-Charlotte spilling the tea thing is a backstage deal. It's one of those things that the girls have put on TV, like the whole Unity shit that was a, a 15-year-old Chappelle gag that Team Bad tried to get over on WWE TV. It just didn't work. Uh, they're, they're all the time putting like their backstage stuff, sneaking it in, getting it in there and that was one of those i i really doubt that either woman had any clue that sienna allison k whatever you want to call her did that i mean is it possible sure it's possible but Hmm. um for like how how long have bram and charlotte been split Uh, like over years now right oh yeah yeah sienna's been in impact tna global force wrestling um you know, it's since like April, May of last year. I, I doubt, I really doubt that they, I, I barely have time to watch Global Force. I doubt Charlotte does, but I, I could be wrong. Maybe she's DVRing it every week and she's getting home and she's like, what kind of shit can I steal this week? <laughs> Who knows? Um, I liked Lana here. I thought it was great. Uh, Charlotte keeping the family tradition. Also, her father has a great tradition of being pantsed in the ring. So uh, Charlotte's reaction to that was hilarious. She played that off uh, pretty well. Backstage, Lana, it was shown last week where Lana said she was going to be a more ravishing, beautiful version of Tamina. 
Tamina confronts her this week, and Lana was like, yeah, I know I lost. And uh, Tamina <laughs> says, you'll never wrestle like me. And I was like, shit, God willing. Like, <laughs> hopefully not. <laughs> shit. With any hope, <laughs> Lana won't. But John, you're being that- cruel today, are you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. This ain't new. This ain't new. Maybe she's a nice woman. I don't know. I've never interacted with her. I- I'm not I'm not a big fan of her in-ring work. Some are. But she said that Lana got her title shot because she was ambitious. Where do you think this is going, Anna? Because now Tamina wants Lana's help, it seems. I think at the end of the road, there's going to be a feud. Um, Right now, it's borderlining on some kind of weird domestic violence situation. Um, it, It feels like it could slip in that direction. There's just a lot of animosity there and control and then Lana tries to fight back and then gets squashed immediately it's it's still very undefined um and I don't mind that it's undefined it's keeping it interesting it's it's yeah interesting is probably the best way to describe this at this point Jeff I'm I'm actually trying to figure it out because it could go one of two ways it's either going to go where Lana's help to win a match and she, he doesn't get it. And then it turns into the domestic violence situation to which Anna referred. But what is this? You're going to help me be more ravishing type thing. Is, is Tamina getting a makeover, <laughs> a makeover. I hope it's she's not a makeover angle. She's going to walk I, down the steps to sixpence and on the richer. And then Lana's uh, going to yes. open the door. <laughs> Is that a she's all that reference? Is that yeah, what that is? is. Okay, oh, perfect. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> God, I'm old. Um, but I'm hoping that's not what it turns into, but I think it might. Because I just think this is a television angle that's kind of not going anywhere. I don't think it's leading to anything major. This could be Freddie Prince Jr.'s comeback. It I'll could be. That. I think, you know, from what I hear, he everybody had a lot of great me. ideas. Yeah, so, everybody told me he was really good at his job. New fashion peaks. Arn Anderson makes the cameo and admits to tearing up Tully the horse. Jeff, just just guide me through. Arn, I love you. You're one of my favorite wrestlers ever, but don't you ever turn heel on Tully like that. Don't you say that you were the workhorse of that crew. Don't you say that. You were a team. You were two men working as one, twin sons of different mothers, so to speak. And with J.J. Dillon, the mastermind of the Four Horsemen, a solid unit. No, I I, I predicted it was going to be a joke. I thought it was going to be Michael Hayes the whole time again. Um, I'm, I don't know. Did we did we want a new act introduced as as the culprits behind this? And to be serious, uh, once once they said aliens, you knew it wasn't going to be the payoff wasn't going to be that. Um. Anal I did probe. appreciate, yes, anal probe, <laughs> wardrobe, uh, anal probe. Uh, I did appreciate the uh, the elephant cashew cashew joke or yeah, oh, pistachio no, joke. I, I really liked that one on the board, but uh, I am kind of thankful this is over. I think it's kind of run its course. If they weren't going to do anything after Twin Peaks, um, I thought the Ascension had a great little cameo. They make me laugh. They're not the you, best you wrestlers. Mean they're not going to be this SummerSlams Leslie Nielsen. 
<laughs> they could do that. I, hope they be, I'd I love to see that. them be kind of the the OJ Simpson of the Naked Gun movies, where they ju- they're just getting hurt all the time because of Brizongo. Um, but yeah, no, I, I thought this was a fine end, and and Arn makes me laugh, so why not? God rest Leslie Nielsen's soul. If he was alive, they could they could just bring him back because he's more relevant than some of the jokes they make on that show. So mm. there we go. Anna, do you have anything to add about uh, this week's fashion peaks? Um, no. Like in, in terms of the question of if you want it to be another tag team, only really if you know we're going to see Breezango back in the ring anytime soon. Um. Aside from that, I, I don't know. I, I do hope it keeps going. There's so many eras to go through and so many spin-offs. I can help them if they want. You know, it's kind of kind of my thing. Um, but on the Ascension thing, just I like that say, Satanists are getting a new perspective in mainstream media. You know, they're not all bad people. Yeah. I, like one of the things I do appreciate about SmackDown is they don't tr- – like sometimes they like they they fit the people they need on the show, but like Nakamura is not wrestling every week. Uh, New Day aren't wrestling every week. They were off. Rusev appeared for about three seconds this week and accomplished all he needed to do. I used to not be a big fan of like the two hour Raws because we would get three or four minute matches, and then the time that they made Raw three hours, they just happened to introduce the Shield a few months later, and they're really long matches weren't so bad. They still have the Shield, Del Rio, CM Punk. SmackDown's in this weird spot where where they have guys that they can get over, but they have guys that are over. And then, unfortunately, there are some guys like Chad Gable who get just lost in the shuffle. But uh, I like the idea of Fashion Peaks keeping these guys on TV for a while. It's harmless. It's a little fun. Up next, Shane, Styles and Owens. I really like this. Uh... (laughs) The thing that I kind of like about it is that he almost cha- Kevin Owens almost channeled Shane McMahon back in like 2000 when uh, Shane had proof that Steve Blackman ran over Stone Cold Steve Austin and he showed a video of Steve Blackman running over Ken Shamrock the year prior. Kevin Owens just like queued up clips like from WrestleMania, uh, pre-WrestleMania, 1998. This is pretty good. And I, I like that they, they introduced that Styles has plenty of reason to, to doubt Shane as well. Anna, do you think this leads to an Owens-Shane dealio? Possibly. Um, I wouldn't be angry at it. I was one of the ones leading up to WrestleMania that jumped on the high horse about AJ and Shane and how it was a waste and all that. And, you know, I will publicly say that I was wrong and I need to shut the hell up. Um, like, you know, there's still the thing of, well, shouldn't there be a match for these kind of guys that actually progresses something? But at the same time, it's like, well, this is sports entertainment. So it's not like we're losing anything by them having a match with someone like Shane for certain points. Um, I love this segment and I loved KO is just masterful. He managed to put in a really convincing pitch about the WWE network. And then he also managed to troll Canada with the whole Montreal reference and then saying that Brett deserved it. It was just, it was beautiful. And I love that they brought back all these old moments. And 
to be honest, not to buy into the whole idea that Vince has about the audience, I did kind of forget that AJ put Shane's head through a car window. And that was, what, earlier this year, late last year? Earlier this year? It was great. Yeah. I love that. Shane gets kicked in the head. His shoes were beautiful, too. I know you all won't appreciate that, but they were. They were magnificent, per usual. Jeff, does Shane McMahon being in this add anything to this SummerSlam match for you? It's about their seventh go-around. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I think the question's gonna be what they do with Shane. Um, in terms of <laughs> I think there's a good possibility this is a swerve and he turns heel. I think there's a very good possibility that they're just going to uh, we just want to switch things up a bit on on SmackDown, so let, let's have Daniel Bryan and Shane be feuding like we have on on Raw with the, with the two different uh, energies, and that and that he ends up screwing AJ out of this after remembering about the uh, the, the beatdown and back. I, I don't know; it, it doesn't add that much intrigue to me. I think, it, as a matter of fact, it takes away from the match because I think most of us would just assume like to see a very nice main event style match between Kevin Owens and AJ Styles that results in a clean pin rather than chicanery involving Shane. I I, I do, but I think they're going to set up probably Shane and you know what? I'm going to back off of my original statement. They're going to set up Shane and Kevin Owens. That's, that seems like the obvious path. I think they're going to go with it. How do you think that a that a 2017 heel Shane would be? Because we've seen him before and he's, he's been great, but since he's been back, it seems like there's just a little something off. Maybe it's maturity. I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't have that kind of swagger of youth anymore that had really helped his his heel run quite a bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which is Having funny. A couple of the, way dresses, the way he dresses is more youthful than, than ever. A dad, having to care about others, having a couple of uh, – knocks in uh, in the in real life in terms of business ventures it's all really humbled him and grounded him and made him likable and, it, and it's hard to get back that unlikability uh that you once had due to being kind of a jerk when you were young so i, I don't know if he could recreate that to be honest with you well there's one way to do it and align him back up with steph and vince and that seems to be the easiest way to do it though he did kind of bury his family today in um in one of the comments i don't need more mcmahon's please (laughs) yeah but that's yeah that's the other side of it i mean we necessarily don't want to see that but that would be the easiest way to do that Carmella defeated Naomi. The crowd really did not get behind those speedball Bailey kicks. A lot of Naomi's other offense is uh, working fine. But the story of this match. James Ellsworth is back. Anna, please talk about it. Okay. Well, once referred to as Lord Mayor President James Hogsworth, now he has changed. He's not the same 
charming, almost charming man that we knew. Um, look, I'm, I'm glad he's back and he's going to add another dimension to this match. What kind of pissed me off during this and also during um, Charlotte and Lana's match was the crowd and the crowd chanting for the majority of the match for Ellsworth to come out. Uh, like, yeah, come on, guys. Like, I get it. You kind of heal country. Yeah, I don't know. I'm happy he's back, though. Um, are we talking about the Natty promo backstage yet? Yeah, go ahead. That would have been such a big burn. And if I see you hanging around, I'm going to give you a chin like him, referring to Ellsworth. That would have been so good. Yeah, but it would have been so good if it was actually delivered with anything behind it. It, Yeah, that's it. That's it. Jeff, (laughs) I'm happy to see Ellsworth back. Uh, Are you? Oh, very. Our long national nightmare is over. Uh, James Ellsworth is back. I, I thought... Let, let let me go in reverse. Natty is the worst actress on this roster. Um, she is bad at delivering lines, or at least the lines that they give her. Um, I was not a fan of the match itself with Naomi. I thought I thought the offense was terrible. I thought they went to too many spots that they've done before with uh with Carmella and and kind of you know the whole I'm getting kicked in the butt. Stop it. Stop it. You know that that whole thing. Um yeah, the speedball Bailey kicks weren't anything. Uh I think it looked like from the angle they shot it uh Naomi jumped before Ellsworth even touched her. <laughs> I don't yeah. I don't know if, if that's true, but it didn't look as good as it could have um I think, but uh I like that they popped hard for it. Uh, I would have liked probably a little bit more sustained reaction, but uh, I'm glad James Ellsworth is back. He is a welcome, flaky presence on SmackDown. I'm happy to see him back. The big hog flying again. Carmella has to keep the top, though, with Ellsworth on it, I think. I think that's money. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. sell that now. Randy Orton defeated Jinder Mahal. Uh, this may have been the best match on the show and maybe their best match that they've had. Like, I enjoyed it more. The crowd was into it more than any. The thing is, it didn't mean a damn thing. And Jeff, Jinder Mahal, WWE champion, gets pinned. Now, I've said this for months and months and months, very consistent at least. No Singh brothers there. He gets pinned without them. Also gets pinned a week and a half before SummerSlam. What gives? I I was angry at this match up until Rusev appeared for those last three seconds because it didn't make sense. Um, It undercuts Shinsuke Nakamura's title match in many, many ways uh, just to get heat back on Randy. Uh, Baron Corbin is sitting there with a briefcase able to check clock in for clock in cash in for a match at any time. And Jinder's taking an RKO without the Singh brothers. And if this were real, Baron Corbin's cashing in to go after Baron Cor- or go after Jinder Mahal at that point. Um, and then Jinder Hall- Mahal's losing clean before SummerSlam match. There, there was absolutely no sense to any of this, including the fact that Rusev didn't appear until at the very end. So I, 
I know what they're doing. It's it's just it just I I, I don't get any of it. It doesn't make a logical present progression to keep your main event from from smackdown on SummerSlam hot to book these guys in this way randy orton is incredibly unmotivated and i don't understand like i just don't understand the mentality of let's keep this guy up here let's keep this guy in this spot just because he's been there before i now they pop, they pop for the RKO, and they pop for his entrance. Why wouldn't they, you keep they him do. on top? That was, that was a great transition, a great reversal from Mahal's finish into the RKO. Yeah, but they don't pop for anything else. Like, they're, they're not popping and showing up. Like, I mean, he's he's never been shown, or in recent memory, shown to become, a, like, a live event attraction. Like, he's just not there. He's His matches almost always fall flat. Almost always fall flat. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Anna, what'd you think of uh, Jinder Mahal when or getting pinned? And uh, yeah, it was. It just seemed a little weird. So close to SummerSlam. I agree with Jeff. Um, I thought this was this was my favorite match of Jinder's so far, mm-hmm. and it could have been a great showcase of his progression of the time since you know rising up being in the um, contender for the championship and winning and, and, you know, the, the Singh brothers aren't here. This could have been, they could have made something of this and proven something of this, but they decided to go in Randy's favor. And I, I get why they wanted to give Randy the win, but I think it could have been done in a different way that didn't hurt Jinder so much. And I don't know. I just got the impression that, well, they really don't give a shit about Jinder. Um, this I mean, was definitely not why. done because of India. They weren't thinking of India yeah. at all. How dare they? No, but it's just like it's we know why gender is put in this spot. And tonight was just that made it that much more evident. I'm very curious to see what's going to happen with him and Shinsuke. I'm guessing Corbin's going to interfere, but just the mix up of, of styles itself. I really don't know how this is going to go down. So after the match, Rusev comes out, makes a quick cameo as as SmackDown's going off the air. Boots Orton in the face. Fair? Do we need more of Rusev on SmackDown leading up to this, Anna? We already have something like 11 or 12 SummerSlam matches announced. I'm just glad that they actually showed this at the end of SmackDown before cutting to 205 so people actually... So what was going on? And, you know, for 205's sake, this is smart marketing for people to actually switch over. Um, yeah, I don't know. They're probably going to add it. If it's going to be a six-hour show, it's probably going to happen. They could easily save this, though. It's not like they've really built Rusev up since he's been back. Jeff, where do you think a Rusev will go after SummerSlam? Because... He probably ain't winning that match. Uh, probably on to another match. Somewhere. You know what? They may stick him with Nakamura. That's, that's a possibility. For the title or, or not for the title? Not for the title. Hmm. That was SmackDown. It left a lot to be desired for uh, me. Yeah, I, I felt it, uh, it, it, it. 
other than the uh, other than the AJ Kevin Owens build, they're not really doing a great job of of building the matches coming from SmackDown. They're going to be on the SummerSlam card. This is uh, like, gosh, how deep are we now? What all is on SummerSlam? We obviously have that the big beef battle four way. <laughs> That's set for the show. Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt. Oh, God. Not, not pumped for that, to say the least. Naomi versus Natalia. That's an interesting booking. Alexa Bliss versus TBA. New Day, Usos. AJ versus Owens, but Shane is the ref. Neville versus Tazawa. That'll be fun. Orton versus Rusev. Show versus Cass with Enzo suspended in a cage. Finn <laughs> Balor. Uh, I already mentioned that. Baron Corbin. Uh, John Cena, Jinder Mahal, Shinsuke Nakamura. Tag team match also from Raw. Yeah, but they haven't added that yet, have they? Okay, no. No, yeah, they can't yet. Will this show fall flat? It seems like every single time NXT has a show before WWE or the main roster, we're like, ha. Well, these guys are going to have to step it up. They're going to have to answer. They know they don't. They never do. They don't. They just don't. Doesn't matter. I mean, like like Cena and Styles did at the Royal Rumble. They were they were trying to do something, but not a lot of other people. I think the the lead up so far hasn't been like none of the programs have really gone on long enough, and it's just I don't know. I'm, I'm not like the four man big man thing. Um, I am very excited about mainly because Alex Palowski has convinced me that I am excited about this, but <laughs> yeah, the, the bill just hasn't really been there in my opinion. It doesn't mean it's not going to be good, but just not as excited about it. Guys head over to fightful.com. We got forums, live discussion, photos, videos, course podcasts over at fightfulpods.com we're going to release another visual update pretty soon i'm pre- i'm very excited about that uh we got boxing coverage uh for mayweather and mcgregor and a post-show podcast there g1 coverage live coverage all weekend i may do a post show i haven't decided yet if i'll do a post show for the the finals if i do that'll that definitely won't be right after it but lots to talk about there we had lots to talk about on today's holy smokes mma podcast including uh, the UFC Mexico show, John Jones, if he's genuine. I break down the Ultimate Fighter 26 cast. And what we're going to talk about right now, a potential Ronda Rousey move to wrestling. I spoke with somebody who works for WWE today that said that there's a lot of buzz backstage at the May Young Classic that Ronda, Jessamine, were going to start their training and that uh, – the idea had been tossed around for Marina too, but I've heard nothing about Marina actually doing it. But uh, Rousey has expressed interest in a pro wrestling run, has done a little bit of training, and has been doing so with Brian Kendrick, who WWE kind of referred to her. If you all remember, Eva Marie did some training uh, at WWE's referral uh, with Brian Kendrick. Jeff, Ronda Rousey. Now she's got a couple bad knees. Can't imagine she's going to work a full schedule. There's no WWE deal in place even, but uh, she has been doing a little bit of stuff. What do you think about a Ronda Rousey pro wrestling run? I think she has potential. Um, I, I mean, I, I've seen Shayna 
wrestle and and she took to it like a, a duck takes to water uh to use a very old cliche but uh shane has been very good as, as a wrestler in the limited time she's been on there um jessamine i think is also training at uh, santino brothers yeah out, out here which is which is local um she went to the you know, uh, I, romero uh seminar which is a pretty good seminar to be going to i would imagine yeah, I mean, she has. I mean, if you have natural athletic ability, it, it's easier for you, I, th- I think, to transition. The, the hard part is always for focused athletes to have that kind of charisma. You know, you see with Jason Jordan, you, you spend so much time focusing on your craft, your athletic craft, and being in the gym, you know, 12 hours a day or more, that you don't have any outside life for which to develop a personality, so to speak. But Ronda has, you know, Ronda has attitude and attitude can take you a long way in pro wrestling. So I don't think there's as much money in a horsewomen feud as no. some people tend to think. I don't think so. either. But but Ronda Rousey as a wrestler, I mean, if it's not directed WWE, if she's going to do a little bit of time, you know, say like shimmer and shine and maybe, you know, go over to stardom for a bit. Sure. I mean, I, I think I think I think she'll do fine. I don't see that happening. Somebody says, can she do more than five-minute matches? She might not need to do more than five-minute matches. Brock Lesnar's making a pretty good career of uh, short matches these days. She already has a finishing move. It's well-established that she slaps on an arm bar, and that that ends it. Anna, does uh, Ronda Rousey and WWE or pro wrestling in general do anything for you? Yeah, especially in WWE because it brings – it's like if you look at her as the female Brock Lesnar – Having her in the women's division at WWE on the main roster will do a lot for that division because all of a sudden, you know, I highly doubt they're going to try and chuck an Emmalina gimmick on her. If they do, oh, dear God. But this is, yeah. she'll She'll be Rousey. That's what she'll be. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. Like having someone like her come into this division, bringing what she does, bring what she can bring. I think it's going to, you know, it's helping forge forward with what the whole women's revolution was supposed to be about, legitimizing the female division. I think it'd be good. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to deal with all the people saying, oh, well, she couldn't cut it in the MMA anymore. <laughs> yeah, besides all those records she broke and the, the fights she won and stuff. And I had somebody saying, well, she got her ass kicked. That's why she left. Yeah, that's usually why people leave MMA. They start getting their asses kicked, and they're like, "Yeah, maybe this ain't for me anymore. Let me do something else." I don't see like I don't see when a problem. You're legitimately getting your head beaten, and yeah, yeah, I don't see a problem in transitioning to pro wrestling. Like there are some people who legitimately think that having no MMA fights ever somehow means more. Like maybe in the maybe in the case of CM Punk, it did because. That question was answered, but I don't think in the case of Ronda Rousey or Brock Lesnar that it's hurt them or would hurt them at all. Uh, also, uh, Jessamyn Duke, she's you know a six-foot-tall woman. That, that ain't going to hurt her chances uh, in a pro wrestling world, so there's that too. Guys, we have The List and your boy live at 3 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. We're going to talk all kinds of stuff, including the Ronda Rousey situation. I'm sure that Jimmy Van's going to grill me about that situation, like hold a light up to my face and interrogate me. And Nigel will be producing the show. You all spoke and we listened. Uh, we 
we tried it the old way last week, and we just wanted to go with Nigel. We wanted to give Nigel a shot, so we're doing it. Make him feel welcome. Say nice things in the comments. Jeff, what do you have going on this week? Oh, well, actually, I was going to make one more comment on, on Rousey. You know, her big problem might be sure. uh, just the uh, office politics of wrestling. She, you know, she she yeah. may not. Uh, I mean, she doesn't. I mean, Brock Brock's a different kind of cat because he went in and he did wrestling first and then went to MMA. This is coming from something different. And, you know, there's always going to be one person who's going to say, oh, she walks around like she owns the place or something. And then then from there, rumor mongering goes and, you know, we'll see how she handles that. But uh, that, that'll be the most interesting part to me. Uh, what do I have going on this week? Uh, shake them ropes recording tomorrow. Uh, Rob will be back. Rob married, took a week off. Went. <laughs> uh, we'll talk Raw, SmackDown, Toru Yano, and episode six of Glow. Anna, give us an update on Most Ridiculous. You're doing an independent deal now. Yeah, Most Ridiculous is coming back for a SummerSlam special. You can find the information on my Twitter page. I think the um, tweet is pinned to the top, and you can help me out and bring it to life. Very cool opportunity. Uh, Definitely check out Anna's Patreon for Most Ridiculous. People are asking, Anna, is my hair going to get longer than yours? I hope so. It is. You too can inadvertently have a Buffy Season 6 haircut. I'm hoping. Come on, hair. Come on. It's really hard. Anna. People have been Uh, complimenting it. Oh, thank you. It was not intentional at all, but it happened. So thank you. Guys, you can follow me at. We need need to go. How was it not intentional? I fell on a pair of scissors. No, um, I went in for a trim and walked out with very, very short hair. Yeah. Hey, Jeff, just quickly, is your mic actually plugged in? What is that cord hanging? Oh, this? Uh, I actually, I used to have it plugged into an electric box and then into my computer, and I just started uh, with the new computer doing that. I didn't realize this was hanging here the whole time. It's kind of like having your zipper open during the entire show. Thanks a lot, Anna. I am now. Sorry, I just, I was wondering if you actually plugged in or not, and this is just like a fancy thing. All right, Sean, do your plugs. Either of you watched Ozark yet? No. It's fantastic. No. Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Is Laura Linney in that? What is that? Is Laura Linney in that too? Yeah, she is. She's really good as well. Okay. She's great. I like her a lot. Fantastic show. Binge watched that. Disappointed in Wet Hot American Summers. Second season. Third production. It was trash. Uh. Trash. That concludes the movie and TV show uh, review portion of the Fightful.com podcast. Join me tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the list and your boy. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very excited to see how it goes with uh, Nigel producing, so definitely check that out. Subscribe to us, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. Those visual changes are coming up. I let people know about the site. We had, obviously, a huge influx of traffic today due to the uh, Ronda Rousey news, which uh, definitely blew up this, this afternoon. But uh, definitely check us out. If you're only a fan of the podcast, check out the news. MMA, pro wrestling, boxing. If you don't like one of the three, you can always filter them out on the main page. Until next time, guys, we are out.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.